0: Whether you're new to the Wiregrass area or you've been here your whole life, you're going to learn something new about the community. Hey, my name is Bethany, and this is episode 37 of Welcome to the Wiregrass. Today, my guest is Jeannie. Hi, Jeannie. Hello. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thank you. And you actually reached out to me. You came to our radio station. <laughs> I did. I <laughs> wanted to interview on my podcast, which I was super excited about, and we're going to get into that in a little bit, but I wanted to... Kind of get
1: to know you a little bit. So I I always ask, tell me about the 411. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm Jeannie Broadway. I'm originally from Hampton, Virginia, but I've been down here in the Wiregrass area now for 29 years. March 3rd was 29 years for me. And I had been hearing about your podcast and and what it was about and thought, well, that would be interesting. I definitely have some things to say about that. So that's why I came to you. I own a photography business with Mark Broadway. I've been doing that 13 years now. I have three girls and two grandbabies.
0: Wow. You've been busy the past 29 years. Yes. (laughs) You're just like me where we're not from Alabama. Right. And we moved here. So you lived in Virginia before. How long did you live in Virginia before moving here?
1: Uh, let's see. Uh, my parents moved to Virginia when I was two, so 17 years in okay. the what we call the Tidewater area, Hampton, Newport News, York, Yorktown, that area.
0: That's near Virginia Beach area, you were yes. saying?
1: Okay. Yes. And does some of your family still live in Virginia? I don't have any family there uh, anymore. My uh, father passed in 2006. Mom moved down here. I'm an only child. I do have stepsister and stepbrother and from marriage, you know, from those. But that's it. I don't have anybody up Aww. there, just a lot of good friends. Do you ever visit Virginia? Oh yes, I Especially went to Virginia Beach. <clears throat> well, I didn't get to go to Virginia Beach. This past year was my 30 um, year reunion. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I went up there for that and um, reconnected with some friends and it was just so much fun. But so much has changed from up there, very much inner city where I was. Um, and it wasn't when I was there. Is it weird visiting and going back? Oh, yeah. I had to use the GPS the whole time. I didn't recognize anything. And that I felt lost. That always happens to me, too. <laughs> and it
0: feels weird because, like, my hometown is in upstate New York. And, I like, I grew up there my whole life. I was there for 22 years. And now, like, I, whenever I go back to visit, something new changes. I'm like, I don't know what this is. I don't know what you're talking about. Right. And it's weird because, like, that's your home, like, your hometown. Right. And it's just weird how much
1: changes, too. Right. Well, I consider this my home because even though I moved here when I was 19, what a, you know, we're still dumb at 19. Sorry, guys, (laughs) if you're 19 and listening. Sorry. Uh, But I feel like I grew up here, to be honest, um, because I was young. And you just don't know what's up until you move off on your own and kind of spread your own wings and learn really who you are. And I really did here. And um, it was difficult at first. But then I love it. The people here are just really, really good people, genuine. Mm-hmm. I could do without the hot weather, but you take some bad with the good, so.
0: Yeah, I'll take that over the snow any day. But it's funny how you were saying you had to learn to spread your your wings, and that's exactly how I felt moving here, too. When I was in Michigan and I was telling people I was leaving and mm-hmm. I was going to the south, to Alabama, and they're they were nervous for me and they're like i don't know why they were nervous I'm because i'm not originally from michigan because, well
1: because now i had this preconceived notion mm-hmm. i'm sure they did too of what people were like in alabama you mm-hmm. just you know what you, you see in know. the movies you just kind of have that in your mind The overhauls shirtless people overalls i should say yeah. and and that's uh i know that's very stereotypical and derogatory but it's what's in everybody's mind until you mm-hmm. get here and you're like oh Completely different. It is. There's is, There's intelligent people here. <laughs> and one of my. And I'm sorry, that, but that's the truth. Yeah. That's what everybody thinks. They think Southerners, and there's been articles everywhere about it. They think Southerners, especially in the deep South like this, are not very intelligent. And that's just not true. They are smart. <laughs> yes.
0: But then, so my, one of my coworkers, she's like, I'm just scared for you to move to Alabama. And I was like, I got to go. Like, I have to spread my wings, right? And me and my boyfriend were a long distance at the time. They're like, oh, "Like, how are you going to do it without your boyfriend?" I'm like, "I just have to do it. Like, I have to learn to be independent and be on my own. And this is Alabama. Like, right. th- this is it for me. Like, I have to do it."
1: Right. So. And if you're meant to be, you will be. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: and I just don't want to be so dependent on people, too. Right. So I've learned how to do things. My boyfriend's taught me how to do these things, but like, I now know how to use a hand drill. I now know how to caulk around a kitchen or bathroom sink. Right. I'm getting there. (laughs) We're learning. And the bugs, oh my goodness. Oh, I always had my boyfriend (laughs) kill the bugs for me. I'm sorry, don't kill. They get rid of the bugs for me. Now I have to do it, and I do it my own, like, random, weird way. I put Tupperware over it. <laughs> oh,
1: gosh, please. There's a bazillion of them here. There's going to be plenty more. Ugh, it's terrible. So I have you been here through love bug season? Yes. Okay. Those weren't too bad for me last season. Oh, yeah. Last season wasn't that bad, but oh, my goodness. They can be so thick sometimes. You can't You can open your mouth and they get in your mouth. Yeah. It's yeah. Oh,
0: good protein, I guess. Ooh, yeah, but... <laughs> Are you used to the bugs and all that you've been here for so long? I don't
1: know that you ever really get used to the bugs, but um, you just learn how to deal with it. Yeah. And just, the humidity. The humidity oh, yeah. is... Whew.
0: There's this one bug in my apartment complex that's been there in the same spot. I thought it was dead, but then it moved a little <laughs> bit. So I, I call him Herman now, but that's how I deal with the bugs. I have to call them names and then they're, no, they're normal to me right. now. So. <laughs> how did you adjust to living in a new area from Virginia
1: to Alabama? Well, like I said, it was difficult. And for at the age that I moved here, um, nineteen, moving from an area that was right on the beach, in between two major malls, I had shopping, the entertainment, all right at my fingertips. I could go and do what I wanted pretty much whenever you wanted. There's always something to do. And when I moved down to Geneva, Alabama, at the time's population about twenty five hundred, and there was nothing for, you know, an outsider. It, that didn't know what was what there there was nothing to do um i made a post about this the other day i'm um, celebrating my 29 years um being down here but the things that were going on were cow tipping
0: <laughs> <laughs> you were telling me that <laughs> and
1: uh people riding around on the um and talking on their cbs and just that was it you rode around and that was pretty much it unless somebody was having a party or field party or something like that and um you know, how I adjusted was, um, <clears throat> um well, I found God and I joined the church. And that's when people really started to get to know me. Because when you move to a place like that, it's it, everybody wants to know who your family is, mm-hmm. what church do you go to, and then who are you for, Alabama or Auburn? And I was yep. and not <laughs> in any of it. So I was like, well. <laughs> and, of course, I was always – Uh, affectionately referred to as the special one I was special (laughs) by the older ladies in in the community but um, and anybody from Geneva is listening they'll they'll kind of laugh and understand what I'm talking about because I was different I'm from Virginia I don't fit in I'm not like any of the other folks but being in the church and they really got to know me that's when I started making really good friends and um, really spread my wings and learning and that really helped me a lot and then getting involved in the community and having my children and then being involved in the community and um, getting to meet the other parents, that's really, that really helped.
0: What did you do other than going to church? What else did you do to get involved in the community?
1: Let's see. Let me think back. Well, my girls were in all the activities there and in the daycares. So you meet parents that way. Well, they played sports, and that's what everybody does in a small town. You're you're in the sports, and you get on the softball fields, and and that's where you get to mingle and meet folks. And being in church, now church had a lot of activities. You know, the dinners, the Wednesday night suppers, and you go and visit people at their homes. And that's what small town folks do. You know, and it's really close knit, and it's really great to raise your children in. In my Oldest daughter would always complain, "Mom, you know about everything before I even get home from school." I was like, "That's right. Don't forget about that." It's a small town, <laughs> right.
0: so is Geneva. I've never been to Geneva yet. So is it like everyone knows everyone oh, when you go yes. to a grocery store or something oh, like that? Yes,
1: you're gonna spend time speaking with everybody. And if I'm in public, Mark would always say, "If he, if I'm talking to someone, he's like, oh are they from Geneva? Oh, we're gonna be here a while.' <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's so funny." See, because Dothan is, well, it's small ish, but like it's still like rapidly growing, but yes. it's definitely not as small as Geneva. Right. So, do you know what the population
1: is now of Geneva? I, I don't, but I'm guessing maybe it, it has grown. So, I think it's more like 4,000 maybe. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm throwing these numbers out here and I'm really not we'll sure. Google
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what made you move from Virginia? To Alabama.
1: Well, I met this guy in Virginia and he's from here. His family's from here and his whole family moved down here. And he, of course he did too. And I ended up following him because we did have a long distance relationship for a while. And then I ended up moving down here to be with him and start a family. And, you know, that's really was one of my dreams as a, at that age was to have a family. And so we did get married and we're married for 10 years and had three girls together.
0: And how long were you long distance for? Uh,
1: Let's see, probably, let's see, we met Thanksgiving, (laughs) the day before Thanksgiving, in a place I shouldn't have been. And um, we, let's see, four months? Yeah, four months. Yeah, just over four months. Was that hard for
0: you? Was long distance hard for you?
1: I'm trying to, I I think so, but I stayed busy because I worked all the time.
0: That's what I do, as I stay busy, I always tell my boyfriend his name's Kevin. I'm like, I stay busy so I don't think about you. <laughs> and like I made my own friends here too. So like that helps out well, a we lot. Well, we talked too. on the
1: phone. I remember a lot. So it's so
0: much easier now cuz we have like FaceTime, mm-hmm. phones, texting, all these different types of social media, Facebook. So it's a lot easier now. Right. So I'm so thankful for that. Right. So I can still see his face on FaceTime, which is cool. So
1: How often do you guys get to see each other?
0: Uh, We try and do it once a month. We've tried it where it was where we did it two months and that was just way too hard because we've been with each other for almost six years. Oh, okay. So like we know we're going to get married. It's just right now it's hard because we're so long distance and hopefully he's moving to Alabama. So but I mean, it's hard We're We started off with like a really strong base. So I think that's like what's helping us mm-hmm. and like our parents were behind us 100 percent they're like you can do this like you're good don't worry That's good that's other good that people kind of you. not so much but i think that they were just fearful like don't break up and i'm like i mean it takes two people to be in the committed relationship right. and if you're both working right. at it it will work obviously right. it's nothing easy but we knew it wouldn't be a walk in the park right so
1: but you get to see each other once a month that's good mm-hmm. yeah
0: yeah And he's coming in a few weeks, too, so I'm excited. Then I just saw him, uh, like, a week or two ago, too, so it's nice. We make it work. That's good. And our families, so we met in college, and our families are, like, around the same hometown area, Mm -hmm. so, like, when we go home for the holidays, he's there, too, because his family's all there, so that makes it a lot easier. Oh, that's
1: good, yeah, so you don't have to split it up, right? No. That's good. Thank
0: goodness. So we
1: kind of spoke about this a
0: little bit ago, but what has been the biggest adjustment for you to moving to Alabama?
1: The biggest adjustment was, I guess, learning to stand on my own. It really didn't have anything to do with Alabama so much. I mean, there was a lot of things that I had to learn dealing with the heat. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> if you've never been through the, the deep south in the summer, whew,
0: it was really hot this past summer, oh, which it was normally really is hot, hot. But they say it was like record yes. breaking, right? Yes.
1: Yes, a hundred degree heat for over a month every day. And we worked outside a lot. Oh, it was rough. Standing on my own, learning to be my own person. I mean, my mother raised me to be independent, so I never Same. really depended on her for anything. From the moment I started working, um, she said, Well, you're on your own. You gotta buy your own stuff. So I bought my own school clothes, my own everything and in my senior year I worked three jobs mainly so I wouldn't be in trouble but (laughs) because I liked money I mean I wanted to do things and I'd make my own car payment and insurance and pay my own way to do stuff and out of my friend group I was the only one that had money ever they always had to buy it borrow from their parents or whatever and I'm the only one that ever had any to do anything so but that standing on my own learning to pay my own rent and bills and all that and and then making friends and learning people um, which really really helped me develop more people skills i mean i already i'm a natural people person it's just my personality i love folks i love finding out who they are what makes them tick where'd you come from why do you like this and why do you love to do that and that's an but i that's natural for me but i really developed it being down here trying to make new friends and make a life and so that's Probably one of the biggest adjustments. Well, and that, I forgot about this, raising my girls without my own family here. I did rely on my husband's family at the time. And thank God they were good and helped and helped me with my girls. And a lot of friends stepped in and helped me because when he and I divorced, I was a single mom of three girls busy and yeah. they were busy. They were involved in sports. They all played ball. They all cheered, you know, and trying to work. That was difficult.
0: That would be difficult, especially with three girls. Are they all close in age, too?
1: Yes, and I'm going through birthday season right now. So oh, they're no,
0: so it's <laughs> expensive. <laughs> At least it's not around Christmas. Well, they're,
1: they're older, so, I mean, I used to do big birthdays, but, I, you know, they're older, and I focus on the grandbabies now, but
0: I can't believe it. <laughs> Good thing I'm not your daughter because my birthday was in February, too. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> yes, I think that was the biggest challenge was raising them, now that I think about it, raising them without my family. And um, I did move back to Virginia for a short time after my divorce um, to be near my father and my mother so they could have that experience. And my dad passed suddenly, and we moved back because we were miserable. Oh, really? (laughs) Yes. I moved back to my same neighborhood, and things had changed so much that I didn't get to—it just was not the same. And I was working all the time, and they were miserable. So we came back, and, and I moved mom's back to here Dothan. Too, right? Mom followed me down Aww. here. Yes, that's all you need. Yes, this is your, your mom. <laughs> yes, and so we moved back, and I moved back to Dothan um, because there was more work here. I was offered a job um, before I even got back here, and so
0: and there's so much to do in Dothan too, which a lot of people don't realize.
1: Well, right, and so that was one of the another big adjustment about living here in Dothan is finding out all the things to do. Mm-hmm. Um, Because there's a lot of, especially in the art world, there's a lot that goes on. But um, if you're not in that little, I feel as though if you're not in the know on all those things, you really miss out. So it's really good to get involved with um, the Visitor Center because they have done a really good job with putting out what's going on locally. There's so much with SEAC, all these little community things that are going on, and anything that's going on downtown with the the Mardi Gras parade that just happened was so So much much fun. fun. That was my first time going. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. They really do a good job with that.
0: I had so many beads. I felt like a little kid. I had my little (laughs) bag full of stuff. I had... Rubber chicken. I had a Frisbee cups. It was great. I felt yes. like I was
1: trick-or-treating. <laughs> yes, it was, it was a lot of fun. I'm always impressed with um, how they go all out on that parade. But there's so many other things that go on that people just, um, if you're not from the area, just get with the, the best thing to do is to get with the. Um, the visitor center. They usually have all the info. And then find the local. The local uh, newspapers called the local Wiregrass mm-hmm. Local. They have all the events going on as well. on um,
0: Facebook too. Yeah, Isn't there like a local Dothan on Facebook. I feel like there's something along those lines, and it's like events that are happening.
1: The, uh, it could be the the Wiregrass Local, which is a printed. Or thing you could as listen well. to Welcome to the Wiregrass. Yes, too. <laughs> yes. And keep up with all the um, um happening things. But mm-hmm. the there's things that going on at Civic Center. There's things out at this i think that's called the center stage they bring in comedians and stuff and i mean there's always something going on now
0: i help out with sea act okay we do like plays and musicals and then i never realized how talented people are in dothan until i did my first there's so
1: much talent here and it's like it's hidden talent
0: yeah and they're just amazing i'm like why are you guys not famous right now
1: i know my good friend Kendall shows, especially her.
0: Love Kendall. (laughs) She is is Tanya. She's amazing. She's so sweet. (laughs) Shout out to you. (laughs) I know, I know. But she's also hilarious. (laughs) She's so funny. I love her Facebook (laughs) post. I've known her for a little bit now, not too long, but just like I always smile when I'm around her.
1: She's always fun.
0: What has been your biggest accomplishment since moving here?
1: Well, I think my Biggest accomplishment, I've built a lot of businesses, and this current one is probably, of course, my children. Yeah. I've already spoke about those, mm-hmm. but I think when you own your own business, unless you've been in business for 10-plus years, you have no idea what owning mm-hmm. a business is about. <laughs> Sorry, guys, it's the truth. <laughs> I can never you do can, it. <laughs> you go through... um hills and valleys and mountaintop experiences and then when you're down in the valley you got to figure out how to pull yourself out and it just helped me grow as a person. Um, I think that's been one of my biggest accomplishments and learning people again mm-hmm. and how to deal with different types of people and you know we are wedding photographers so a lot of times I'm the person that everybody talks to and tells their secrets to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They know it doesn't go any further, but sometimes they just need to vent. You Mm know, mom's upset, bride's upset, and um, or they need to tell me a family situation that doesn't need to go any further that so we can handle it on the day of and. Um, you can only imagine.
0: <laughs> Can't wait to get married. <laughs> oh,
1: I could write a book, and I think one day I might. Yeah, you should. That'd be a really good book. <laughs>
0: My sister just got married too, so.
1: Oh well, then you understand. All, uh, yes, you I know, do. You know, the weddings bring out the good, bad, and ugly in mm-hmm. everybody, so you get it all on and uh, going through that. But um, we love. I love it. I love people, and I love dealing with them in all the facets of life, whatever's going on, and I just am fascinated with how people human nature how they work and what makes them tick
0: and were your daughters were they born in the wiregrass area oh or? yeah
1: flowers hospital all oh, of them Cool.
0: Mm-hmm. so do they have a southern accent
1: i would think so yes <laughs> you have like a little bit of like a southern twang well that's funny that you say that because when i went back to virginia in matter of fact talking to my virginian friends on the phone they're like what what mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> What'd you say? It's so funny. Some people with like the thick country accents, they can't understand me, and I can't understand them all and the time. So it's just funny because we're both like, what? what?
1: Now, when I'm with my girlfriends, that's different because then I may throw some twang out there, mm-hmm. a lot more twang. But, you know, I, in speaking with our clients and different people, I try not to be so twangy and try to be a little more professional. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I shouldn't say that, but, you know, not be so, I guess, enunciate a little yeah. bit better I guess building that business has been my biggest accomplishment
0: I mean that is a huge accomplishment and your daughters of
1: course <laughs> yes yes
0: um this kind of goes along with like what was your biggest adjustment but what has been your biggest struggle that goes back to the friends and that type of thing
1: I think so um I think going back to the friends because you know I am a very much people person I read people very well and Living back in Geneva, I love the people there and I know they're genuine, but there's still some in the beginning that really really hurt because and even now there's cliquish and it doesn't bother me now because I'm older and you know, I'm at the age where I don't care. Yeah. You either like me or you don't. But I think that's probably been was one of my biggest struggles was making friends and trying to figure out where do I fit in because I'm an outsider, that's considered I an too. outsider. And so th- probably that.
0: And it's and then, not as easy making friends. Like in school, it was always super easy because you're all going through the same thing in college. right? Obviously freshman year, you're all in the same boat. But then when you move to a brand new place, people already have their establishments. They already have their friends from school that they're friends with. So it's like you're trying to find a group that you can fit in with and that they'll like welcome you in too.
1: Right. And then, you know, when you're in business, um, because I'm... And I've been told this because I'm soft-spoken, and I'm very nice. People think I'm a can be a pushover, mm. and they would try to not everybody, but there were some that would try to take advantage of me. Mm. And um, until I put a stop to it, and they're sort of taken aback. But that was that was hard for me to do. I had to learn to get a backbone and stand up for myself. And that was, and now I'm fine.
0: You're literally like the same person as me because I am. I can be soft-spoken and Until nice. you make me mad. Yeah. But It's like don't <laughs> make me mad but it's like because things will build up and it's like no enough is enough I'm not going to have you walk all over me anymore. <laughs> but then pe- when I do like stand up for myself people are taking back and they're like you're being mean. I'm like no I'm just sticking up for myself. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and so I don't stick up for myself as much because I don't want people thinking I'm being mean. So
1: I Well I think there's a way you can come across as being confident and mm-hmm. knowing what you're doing and people will build trust in that and then they don't there's always going to be those few that try to push, but We're for the most push part, push right back. Right,
0: right. <laughs> and what is some advice you can give to people who are just moving to the Wiregrass area?
1: Drink lots of water in the summer. Yes. <laughs> uh, beware see. of the love bugs. Yes, and oh, for goodness' sake,s if you are not familiar with the weather and a thunderstorm, pay attention to the weather here because it can change in a moment's notice. Mm-hmm. And you know, when I lived in Geneva, um, I worked at the, one of the furniture stores there, and I was so surprised at the amount of people that moved here from the north to retire and brought their vehicles without air conditioning. And I told oh. them, "Gosh, y'all, you're gonna have to sell that, or put AC in it, or something. You cannot survive down here without air conditioning no. in your vehicle. I mean, you can do it, but you moving here, you're not acclimated. You're gonna, it's gonna be awful."
0: One of our coworkers, her air conditioner broke in her car over the summer, so she sent a photo, and she had like all these concoctions of like fans
1: like plugged in, and she's like, <laughs> yeah, "I but can't fans deal don't with get this." It. They just move the hot air around,
0: <laughs> yeah. And it was like over a hundred degrees. Yes, it's that terrible.
1: Was, oh. Terrible. Let's see what's some of the other advice moving to the Wiregrass area. Get involved. There's a lot that goes on here. A lot of sports activities that go on. There's what do you call that extreme frisbee mm-hmm. things there's like
0: that here mm-hmm. i didn't know
1: that yes and there's different soccer things that go on you know all ages
0: mm-hmm. i do um, kickball that's how the kickball. I that's what. Friend. yeah
1: kickball the what do they call
0: that it's like go kickball or something, something like,
1: that. like that i always wanted to do it oh i think that would be so much fun
0: it is fun i do like it
1: but things like that get involved
0: and talk to people too because like a lot of like sea act i didn't really know about until I was talking to one of my coworkers because I was a theater major in college, and my coworker was like, "Oh, you have to like join Sea Act because it's a local theater here." So that's how I learned about it was just by word of
1: mouth, right? Along with pickball and other things I'm involved with too. Mm-hmm. And the Sea Act crowd—they're fun, so much fun. But yeah, that's that's it. Just get involved, um, find something to be a part of. You know, if um, if you don't have a church home, go find a church home. There's plenty to choose from. Um, and most people welcome you with open arms there in all of them. You just got to find what works for you and what where you feel at home at. And it may take a while, but... Yeah, it might take a while, yeah. but don't give up. Keep going. People are friendly here. Mm-hmm. It took
0: me a little bit to find a good group of friends. And I was getting discouraged at first, but then I don't know what happened. And then I just found my, my group of people. Mm-hmm. And then it worked, and now I feel so much better. Because I'm like, I finally have friends that I can go to. Because for a while, like... People are like, you need friends. I'm like, I have no friends, but like in a joking way, not like in a mean <laughs> way. I'm like, I'm trying. Like, it's hard moving to a new area, like a new state, and you don't right. know anyone. And now right. you're just in this community, and you're by yourself, and you're forced to
1: I forgot make about this. When, you know, moving from Virginia, I lived on the beach, and then moving down here where, I know the beach is only a couple hours away, but when you're used to living mm-hmm. on the beach... That was very difficult. But now I'm like, thank God I live just a couple of hours away from one of the world's most beautiful beaches. Go to the beach. It's beautiful. And it's something about that just soothes the soul. Just getting out in the wind and the waves and the sand.
0: I love the beach. We never had a beach nearby, a lake that was really dirty. But now the fact that we have a beach nearby, I love it. We go like all the time. Yes. One thing I could get used to. Yes, (laughs) yes. One last question. Okay. Okay. Tell us a fun fact about yourself.
1: I started out in college uh, as a communications major and I wanted to be the next Casey Kasem. That's so cool. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sort of sad that I never followed that and didn't do anything with it, but it's okay. Everything happens for a reason. I'm happy where I am. Um, So,
0: I want to be the next Ryan Seacrest. We'll see. You can be my producer. Okay. (laughs) Executive producer. All right. All right. (laughs) Well, that's all I
1: have unless there is anything you want to add. Nope. That's it. Just welcome to the Wiregrass. If you're new, get involved and enjoy it. People here are great. They are. And welcoming. Yes. (laughs) Well, thank you for joining me today. Well, thank you for having me. We have
0: a brand new podcast. It's all about weather and everything you need to know about it. It is called Wiregrass Weather Chat. Chad and Skipper, the hosts of the podcast, they will dive deeper into weather to explain more about it. Because you know, in the Wiregrass area, we deal with hurricanes, tornadoes, severe thunderstorms, and so much more. On their latest episode, they talk about the EF scale of tornadoes, towns in America that have been hit by multiple violent tornadoes, and will the weather affect the coronavirus, which is a huge topic right now you can download their podcast for free at google play store or apple Podcasts, and you can listen at 95.5 wtvy.com tune in next week i'll be interviewing angie casey who is special gifts officer at southeast health if you would like to be featured on my podcast send me an email bethany at TRPdothan.com. thank you for listening to welcome to the wiregrass brought to you by the radio people